Welcome to Conversations with K and J. We're your hosts, Kayla and Janae. And here we talk about love, life, and lessons learned. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Daily Doses of Conversations with Kayla and Janae. And today's energy is telling us to keep going. We must remember that when the going gets tough, we must keep on keeping on. The moments we feel defeated are the times when we need to push through. When we give up, we submit to the role of the victim and allow life to happen to us. Instead, we need to take on the role of the vessel and understand that life is happening through us. When life knocks us down, let us get back up stronger and wiser. What do you think? I think this is really (laughs) fitting (laughs) for today. For ourselves, it just it has been really hard to get up and keep hope alive and keep the faith when we feel like we're not seeing the fruits of our labor, like when we feel like we're not getting anything in return. Yeah. And... But we just got to always, I don't know, it sucks to always just look at the brighter side or always be happy. But there's always two sides to everything. So because we have the seven of pentacles here, you know, that speaks on like waiting, being in a waiting phase or stage. I feel like what you were just telling me a moment ago was good advice about being patient Mm -hmm. and what you've come to the understanding of around that well it came out that being patient isn't in vain Mm -hmm. and that patient isn't punishment and that waiting period it's all for a reason and you'll eventually get to where you're trying to go you gotta keep going we gotta keep moving we gotta even just even if it's the littlest things even like today, I said, like, would you feel accomplished just going to sleep and giving up on the day or at least doing one thing that you set out to do today? And I think I wrote that in my journal, like, I want to feel like I accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah, no. Even if it's Going just- back to sleep would make me feel... Even more in that right, you wake up. It's like it's like numbing or, yourself up, right? Like yeah. going to sleep and then waking up and like, damn, I didn't do nothing, and I, it's I'm still in the same place. Yeah. Well, the Seven of Pentacles came out with death, and death speaks on endings, rebirths, transformations. So energetically, there is a death happening. There is something ending changing around you or within you maybe both at the same time which is adding on to the seven of pentacles energy this waiting this needing to be patient with yourself in life but also to build confidence in this moment Mm -hmm. because the chariot is under the seven of pentacles so that that's all about like balancing your yin and yang energy or finding the balance of life so that when tough times do hit or come, you know how to remain grounded and keep moving, right? This is like you're walking, but you're walking with your head down 
in looking as if you're defeated when this should really be a moment that you're walking with your head held high and your shoulders up, you know? Mm-hmm. And so death has the eight of cups under it. So to me, this is still similar energy of what we've been getting in the last few weeks of like this energy of walking away or letting go of something, but kind of like not being excited about it, not being happy about it. It's like a kid that goes in a toy store and your mother's just like, oh, well, we just looking, we ain't buying nothing, mm-hmm. you know? And then the kid walks out sad because like they really wanted that toy, but they they knew from the beginning, like they couldn't get it. Right. So it's like, oh, I got to leave it behind. But I don't know. It's like the sadness of continuing to move forward when really that may have been the moment that your parents was just trying to see what you like so that they could get it for Christmas. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's the thing. That waiting period, when you got to make a decision and you don't get anything like in return in that moment, mm-hmm. and then you start questioning whether you made the right decision. And then the struggle of having to, like, have faith in that you made the right decision. Right. Well, yeah, just like the kid example. That's what I'm saying. The kid mm-hmm. probably felt like they were better off not even going in the store and tempting themselves to see it in the first right. place. But, again, little did they know their parents was just trying to see what they was interested in so that they could buy it for them for mm-hmm. Christmas. And half of the times, like, even as a kid, you probably even asked for something that was, like, way less than what your parents had in mind of getting you. Like, you want that. Kaylee does it all the time. Oh, Kaylee does it all the time. <laughs> like, you go in there and you're like, oh, I want this little toy car. And, and then for Christmas, your mother then got you a motorcycle bike, like, yeah. It blows your mind what you felt like you passed up on to what you were going to get. Yeah. So the Five of Wands comes out to clarify the Seven of Pentacles. Now, the Five of Wands is about pushing through your worries, your mm-hmm. doubts, your insecurities. Because I feel like this is going to reflect ultimately how you feel about yourself or how much you see the value of self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so with the death card clarified by the Ace of Pentacles, there is new beginnings ahead. But it's kind of like what we were talking about in the collective you've had to go through these delays and stagnations because what you're getting ready to walk into is about to be, it's unbelievable. It would be unbelievable to the version of you right now. Like you would still probably, if God told you what was up ahead, you would still probably feel like there's no way. There's no way I'm going to get there starting here. Yeah. Right. And, and it's so, going to be laughable. Like It's laughable. I hope it is. I pray it is. That it's going to be a laughable, joyful moment. It better be a ha ha he he like (laughs) from day to night. Yes. But that's really what I I feel like that's saying. Like you, 
are not supposed to know what lies ahead. That's the point of taking the risk. That's the point of jumping into the unknown. But you are supposed to have this courageousness to you to where you are ready and prepared for whatever, right? Yeah. And that that's probably why the lion comes on this five of wands as he would on the strength card. This is about, again, courageous to me is always being always hoping and wish, wishing for the best of what you can comprehend, but being prepared for whatever is thrown your way. Because again, like you could be expecting something small and God has something times three, mm -hmm. you know, and you don't want to get into that times three and then feel like, oh, well, God, I only asked for a little bit. Like, right, I don't I'm need all this. Like, three, right. yeah, like, who am I to do this and be this and stand in this in this new place in life? And God is just trying to put you in this waiting phase to show you exactly who you are. But I think that sometimes we can take that as an insult of like, I mean, that's how I kind of feel in a sense. Like, I, I know I'm valuable. Like, I know what I bring to the table. But I feel like God is pushing back and is being like, but do you really? Yeah. Do you really? Because if you think that you're only good enough for the things that you have and have obtained right now, and maybe even the little small dreams that you hold on to, and God's like, but I have like the whole world for you. Like I have so much more. You know, it's like, well, I just want to be, I don't know. I don't know what, how to use the examples other than like in a, a surface level way. This could be someone saying, oh, I just want to be the mayor. Right. And God's like, no, but well, I want you to be the president, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. not trying to make it political, but that's that's the best example that I could get. Somebody could be striving just to be known or do something that is just like the next step up when God's like, well, I, I got something way better for you. But you got to know that you deserve that. You just want to be the lead singer in your choir at church. And God's like, no, you're going to be the next known gospel singer i don't know next kurt franklin album yeah or yeah yeah i think it i think it is um i'm sorry i get in a space I'm, I'm trying to think of what i'm about to say but i think if we knew what was like on the table would we stop or would we keep going for it like I think when you know what's coming up, you got to like, oh I, oh, I got this in the bag, you know? Yeah. And you feel like you don't have to put the energy and effort into it. You think it's a given. And sometimes when you think it's a given, you aren't prepared with all the other obstacles that come with that. It's like getting an inheritance. Like, oh, I know I'm going to get this inheritance, you know, when, so I, I don't really got to work that hard. Mm-hmm. Until I get it. And then you get it and you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You stop working towards stuff. It's just, it's genuinely the same messages over and over and over right. again. And I guess that's what's driving me crazy. But then God is just like, but have you done it yet? Have, have you, you done anything? Have you started putting things into plans? Mm -hmm. Like, or putting plans into actions? Like, And we're going to be honest. No. No. <laughs> Uh, no, mentally, in my mind, I have. Right. You talk about it over and over again, but it's like, I like, but you ain't done it yet. Like, I'm tired of hearing it. Like, do it. Right. Well, see, behind the chariot, you have the Queen of Swords. 
And then the Two of Swords is poking out. But mm -hmm. this is like being at this crossroads. Because, again, I think with the Queen of Swords, this is saying that you've ran yourself racket mentally thinking mm -hmm. about all the ins and outs and options that are available to you without physically bringing them into reality with, with the chariot. Like, the chariot, you think of transportation. Like, you can think about where you need to go all day, but you ain't going to get there unless you get in that car or you get on that bus or you get on that plane mm -hmm. and actually go there, you know? Yeah. You can visualize it all day, but, you know, I, I feel like that's today. It's like we need to go to the grocery store. We've been standing for the last few days, but still have not taken <laughs> the time to even go to the grocery store. It's right. just getting swept up from one thing to another or feeling tired and exhausted. And it's like, what do we expect? Somebody just going to come to the door with groceries? That's what we expect. We're like, God, like, yeah, like we need to go to the grocery store. And we think somebody just going to randomly knock on the door and be like, hey, I bought everything you needed. Because I freaking heard you thinking about it. Like, no. And sometimes even just doing, sometimes even takes 30 minutes. It don't even take as much energy as we put in thinking about it and actually having to do it. Right. And that's what I feel like the Eight of Cups is saying. That, you, like, collectively we're more in this place of staying in our feelings about it instead of actually taking action and just doing what needs to be done, mm -hmm. ending the things that need to be ended, walking away from the things that no longer serve us, and really implementing that newness into our own life. Right. Our minds have exhausted our bodies. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of how we were before, of feeling like, well, when we move to our new house, when we move to our new place, then we'll start eating better, you know? <clears throat> Mm -hmm. And then we would move, and then we'd be like, oh, shit, we still eat the same shit, you know? <laughs> Girl, I don't even know what, what to buy to eat better. Like, right. you start so. just going back to your old ways. Because you wasn't really, you didn't really work towards, like, that point of your life, that phase of your life. Yeah. You asked for it, and you said it, and but you never did anything to work towards it. I want to lose 20 pounds, and yet I haven't even, I haven't even stretched. So is this still pointing and looking at things and making those the problems or the obstacles when really it's yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're your own worst enemy. You stop before you even start. Yeah, man, that used to be a big lesson for me. And that's so crazy that you said that because I thought about that like three times since we've been sitting here. Mm -hmm. But... A few years ago, I realized how much I would talk myself out of things, mm -hmm. out of, like, just not believing. And that was only because I would get 10 steps ahead of even the first step. Like, the example I used to use on the channel was every time I would, in my mind, want to move. Mm-hmm and like move into a new apartment or something, I would go find that apartment and then I would look at the price and I would be like, there ain't no way I'm ever gonna be able to afford this. And it was like me already talking myself out of something instead of taking the first step of what I needed to in order to get myself ready and prepared for it. Right, right. Then level yourself up to afford that apartment. I don't know. 
there's always a well, way. it wasn't even a, it wasn't even about that. It was about how I stopped my belief in it mm-hmm. immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I already looked at it and told myself it's not possible. So before I could even take step one to make it a reality, I already told myself, "Girl, who you think you are? Like you can't do that." And I, I, I think that that goes back to the beginning message of like, if God showed us and told us exactly what was for us, we would be like, there ain't no way in the world. Do you see where we're right. at right now? Do you see what we're doing right now? Right. How are we going to get from A to Z like mm-hmm. that? And God's like, well, that's, that's, that's for me to figure out, not for you to figure out. It's for you to show up and believe in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's faith without action is nothing. And God is only asking us to act upon ourselves mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. ourselves ready, you know? Yeah. So the Ten of Swords is saying that something's ending. And it's something that you've already emotionally left and walked away from. But mentally you keep restraining yourself. Yeah, burdening yourself with it. Hurting yourself overall. Right. Just do it. Just press send. Just mail it off. Just leave it behind. Just say no. Yeah. That's it. Just let it go. Just let it go. And then let it flow. Yeah. It's so cliche, but I was telling you how, like, that releases the pressure. Yeah. The moment you, it's like taking air out of a balloon. You build up all this pressure because you haven't done the things that that just takes one little thing to do. And then it just releases a little bit of pressure, a little bit of pressure. But I think maybe a lot of people hold on to it or maybe I have because I feel like letting it go and flowing away from it means like letting a part of myself go. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that that may be the scary part, but that's the whole point. Like right. that's dead weight. That's not. That's the whole point of who life. I am we, we go in phase. We go in phases of life that we have no control over. You didn't. You don't have control over you turning sixteen. You don't have mm-hmm. control over you um, graduating college. You know. Yeah. We mm-hmm. try to hold, and you change. Like you're gonna grow up. Yeah. I didn't have control over being a tarot reader or going into spirituality. But if you would have told me that at like 20 in the church, I would have been like, that ain't no way. I would never do anything like that. And if you still miss my blessing, if you 30 some and still have your 16 year old mindset, then you, you don't know yourself. You don't, you haven't stopped and realized, whoa, I've changed a lot. Mm -hmm. And that was one of our episodes too of like, is it fitting? Mm-hmm. You still trying to squeeze in those size two jeans when you was 16 and you not realizing like you've grown into a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So release, release that pressure and start realizing that things have to change and you have changed and we got to keep moving. So we're going to close this out with the back passage. And it says, loving ourselves. We must love ourselves. We must befriend ourselves. We must be able to come home to ourselves. 
Loving ourselves requires strength, courage, and understanding. Love is like a gentle rain. It doesn't pick and choose where to rain and not to rain. It just rains. This is how we must love ourselves. Love is unconditional, without bounds. We must love ourselves through it all, on the good days, the bad days, and everything in between. So thank you guys for vibing out with us. We love you, and we will talk to you in our next one.